0: I think uh, I mean just tell me if I'm like really off, but it, if not, that's not a big deal. <laughs> I see your head bopping, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another chef's meal. My name is Casey.
1: My name is Sean, and we're two chefs talking about our lives, one fish plate at a
0: time. Now we talk about whatever and ever and everything in between. Now I did play the the big pun sound that time. Um, I can't it's hear a good it. Time, man. <laughs> But it's okay. Uh, Sean, how, how is your week, Sean? Um, it is 2021. You know, what's funny. Um, who, who did it? I, I think it was um, one of our buddies posted it, um, like maybe a half an hour ago. It was the 21st minute of 2021, January 21st of the year 2021. So that was kind of, that was pretty interesting, I thought. Um it will never happen again in our lifetime because we'd probably be dead already. Yeah, no
1: nah, man. I mean unless those uh cyberpunk <laughs> augmentations <laughs> make their way to market
0: and we can uh, we mean, can rewind at that back point, the clock. You,
1: know, you can save save your money to buy yourself a jar to put your brain in and <laughs> you'll be around <laughs> for the next 100 years.
0: Spoiler alert for everybody that hasn't played um Cyberpunk just yet. Um there's a whole lot that happens. But a little bit of time travel, not time. Well, is it technically time travel,
1: right? Because like, I mean, I guess. Are we just gonna you know, spoil? Are we gonna spoil it, right? Like, I think we like, should just spoil. I, it. I was here, and then I was then.
0: Because okay, so for everybody that had played cyberpunk, I'm just gonna spoil it, Sean. It just it is what it is. Um, The main character got frozen in time, fast forward like 50 years. His brain got. Got oh is it um like um preserved oh my god I can't English today got preserved got loaded into another uh, another person's personality then comes the the entire storyline for that one but it's uh yeah I mean that technically time travel for the guy that got frozen
1: yeah right yeah all and right so the, on 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 a related note okay is is sleep time travel. <laughs>
0: I knew you were gonna say something like that. Technically, yeah, right? Cause what you, you wake up the next oh, I don't know.
1: I mean you're not conscious that's true of what's going on from when you go to sleep to when you wake up. You know so, what? That's that's I mean, true. if you can't perceive it.
0: That is that is fair. Yeah, no, or yeah, or you know
1: or, or is it a case in which it's only time travel if everyone else isn't moving at the same relative time Uh, my brain hurts a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it's only time travel if you have to grab a newspaper and ask what Uh, day is it
0: you know what um uh just like back to the future i got you
1: yeah yeah i think that's it that's that's how we'll define time travel okay
0: do you think uh unrelated to what we're gonna talk about do you think (laughs) it will happen in the next 50 years Maybe. I think
1: in the next 50 years? Yeah, in the next 50 nah, years. Nah, man. I mean, I think the last four years kind of it made me believe there's no time travel. Because <laughs> either someone would have came four years. <laughs> someone <laughs> would have been hanging around in like 2016 and be like, you won't believe the shit that you guys are going to be doing ah, with."
0: <laughs> you know what? That's fair too.
1: Right? Like, but you, you figure. Like, even if they were going to change nothing, they'd be like, look, look, it's about to... <laughs>
0: It's about to go down. <laughs> Hold on it. to
1: your hat. <laughs> Strap in. It's about to get weird. So yeah. nah, man. Nah, nah. Ugh. I mean, I, I, I. For for the fiction, you know, I'd I'd love to see it happen. But I I always kind of feel like if time travel was a thing, we would totally know about it. Like you would be running into time travelers. Like, like really, all the time. Yeah, Like sure, sure. Like people would be. They would. I feel like they wouldn't keep it a secret. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally get it. I, I guess.
1: Or maybe I they would keep it a or secret. Or maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about, I, I want to talk about constants, Sean. Um, okay. Uh, specifically in our restaurant. And the main constant is time. And what we can do with uh, said time. Um, or how we can, uh, how we can, Manage that time as efficiently as we can in the building that we are um, occupying that's what I was trying to say okay. there, there's a lot of there's a lot of words I cannot really English today, but it's okay. we will go with that but I wanted to talk because I, I, I was I was going through my notes actually and I'll, I'll tell you about what happened earlier um on a, a slight tangent but like do you remember our meetings uh, for our restaurants? Yeah, I do do you think it was efficient or did you think it retracted from the entire experience?
1: Um, I think it really would depend on, on the, on the type of meeting. Cause so, I mean, there were some, hmm, What's the best way to, to say this with the way that the company that we both work for was structured, I mean, mm-hmm. there were a lot of restaurants, um, some of them in region and some of them out of region mm-hmm. and they needed to be able to kind of like disseminate information, you know, periodically. Mm-hmm. And um, the way they do that is you'd have like these weekly or biweekly or, you know, um, management meetings and, you know, information would get broken down there you know, um, for the most part, it was the information was trickling down from you know from the top, mm-hmm. and then you know as the store management, you're supposed to take that information, you know, and immediately start to implement it in in your building. Um, for the most part, I think it was all right. I mean, okay, uh, obviously there's 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 ways that things could be could be better. And then mm. I think from there, depending on your own restaurant, you had a you know varying structure on how you were going to impart that information. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. but do you think we gave it the best efficient way to our staff? That's what I'm asking. Because it's like a it's like a three part question. I've been I've been so, reading a lot of other people mm-hmm. that are successful ish that have like companies that have like six, seven hundred Staff, mm-hmm. and the consensus with most of them is, don't do manager meetings unless it's really necessary. Uh,
1: man, I you know what? Like, I idea. Uh, hmm, I guess what's the best way to say this is just like the answer is no, because I feel like because of the way restaurants are generally staffed, you're not going to be. You're going to have to have that same conversation um a few times mm-hmm. and it can be hard to get everyone to buy into a new concept or a change if they don't see everyone else there receiving that information at the same time got it y- you know it's like you can't you i mean you can stress how important something is or how how viable it's going to be um but I, personally i think if you're going to bring everyone together everyone can receive the information at the same time mm-hmm. um if there's a forum for back and forth, everyone can kind of get the benefit of hearing the other questions or concerns, you know, they had. Okay. And generally you can kind of come to if, if, if depending on the issue or, you know, depending on the objective, if there's going to be a consensus, everyone can kind of hear it. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, I think that's like one of the. Or was one of the big issues that, mm. you know, we had. It's like, all right, you know, in a typical meeting structure, you know, we have that um management meeting that's coming from up on high, you know, mm. and that information gets like, you know, presented at let's say like eleven o'clock. You know, Correct. um typically the next time you're gonna have a break of any, you know, real sorts in a restaurant is probably gonna be after lunch. Uh-huh. After so that's like two o'clock yeah, and um, it might depend on what you have going on. It might be hard to like grab everyone's attention, you mm-hmm. know, because business is still moving um, and kind of get everyone to, to kind of buy in. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have your morning staff and then they're going to leave. Correct. And then you're going to have your, your afternoon your staff. And they're going to come yeah. in and they're going to be trying to, you know, play catch up and do any, you know, First while prep to get themselves set up for the day. Um, mm. I always thought that the best meetings we had were the few and far between where you could get everyone to kind of come in early mm-hmm. or appropriate time in your schedule to, you know, account for that. So people are getting paid to come in early. Yeah. You know, it's not a work environment. You know, typically you are going to bring everyone from the back of the house, the front of the house up to the front. Yeah. You know, they can sit. They can hear information. And again, there's that forum, you know, Mm -hmm. I I feel like it's more, it's more constructive generally that way. But do
0: you think, do you think it should be separated? And I'll get to into the logistics because like certain, certain, um, houses front or back, um, some information don't pertain to either location. So it's almost like a wasted effort if they're in the same room, however, could be beneficial to them because they're hearing the same way that we would tell well,
1: back-of-house staff,
0: or vice versa. You know, so and we can learn from both.
1: Ultimately, I think it's better for everyone to kind of get the information. Because, um, yeah, the front-of-house and back-of-house can kind of operate as two separate units, but they mm-hmm. are one team, you know? And again, if you're presenting everyone the same information at the same time, or at least, you know, like a, a rough overview. I mean, maybe... Mm-hmm if there's some information that's like really germane to like one part of the business, yeah. You're going to drill down on it there. Or maybe there's an opportunity to do like some, some coaching or, you know, um, you know, on on that level. But I think Hmm. like as a, as an overview, you need to get everyone to kind of be there at the same time, especially if it's going to be something that's going to change the, the culture of the restaurant or or the business Mm -hmm. we need to get everyone to kind of hear at the same time you know and again um i can only speak for the way that things were at um the place that we worked together and obviously it was two different buildings and Mm -hmm. different diverging management staffs and some of them a little overlap but you know, people have different ways of communicating and, mm-hmm. you know, because of that, like information can kind of come across as more important or less important. So I definitely feel like if you're going to be rolling out all information, it's it's best to kind of get as many ears and eyes, you know, hearing and taking in that information as possible.
0: Got it. You know, I actually forgot to, uh, to save the clip. It was, uh, I got it from Elon and from Gary who have... A bajillion of staff under them, but the way their systems work were, uh, they both operate from top down also, but their main thing was, and I thought it was really interesting. If you don't have anything really to say, you're keeping everybody's time to be productive. So meaning sure, if it's nothing pertaining to any kind of logistics that needs to be said right there and then don't do it. You're wasting the 20 minutes or the 15 minutes that they can be productive and whatever they need to handle. Um, but two, if it does pertain to uh, a certain somebody or something, it should be done uh, either in person or in a small group. So that's where the the interesting kind of thing lies. They're not really functioning as a restaurant, but as in our kind of mindset, I think that could be expanded upon. Like even... I
1: mean, I, I, I agree. I, I mean... But I think, th- th- I mean, I-, I would assume they're talking about more like office settings yeah, and, and like office, you know, settings. Uh-huh. In, in in that type of setting, like there are all sorts of different constants, right? Like you know, it's let's let's say it's going to operate on like a nine to five or a nine to five adjacent um, mm. schedule. You're going to have most of your staff there at the same time. You know, in a restaurant, you can't necessarily count on that. So, like I said, it's like yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you were even in that example, when you're saying, all right, well, there's that 20 minutes that people have or wouldn't have to kind of get back to, you know, and be more productive. Mm. I mean, it's an, it's an option because you have everyone there at the same time. I would feel like, again, if you're splitting up your staff, you're going to have, you know, some people who are there full time. Some people who are not, you know, they're part time. Some people only work in the morning. Some people mm. only work in the evening. Like things, things can can get missed or, you know, need to be repeated or, you know, um information doesn't get translated and passed along um in, in the same way it was received initially. And that can, can cause all sorts of, of issues. Mm-hmm. Do you but, also uh, but I understand. feel,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I truly, that's why it's like interesting to get everybody's kind of take on it as management or somebody, you know, from the top, um, how they, how they get information down to everybody else, but in terms of restaurant settings, right? I do want to bring it up because um, how can we be better to uh, send out information from morning because that's when you you'll have the most optimal time to get all this information passed down as the day goes by, but like at the same time, not waste people's time so like that's that's my whole thing uh why i wanted to bring this up so i mean in our in our restaurants we all have this what we call our 86 board sean would you like to to explain what our what an 86 board is for everybody else
1: so sure um obviously when you're operating a restaurant i mean you want to have um every item on your menu in stock for guests to come in you know to purchase mm-hmm. uh but from time to time things get poppy you know and you might happen to sell out so um when that thing when well when you sell out and it happens the colloquial term is it's been 86th. Mm-hmm. so um the best thing to have in your restaurant is some centralized place where everyone working can kind of see what's in stock and you know make um suggestions accordingly so for the most part you're gonna have an 86 board um why that's also good is so you can informally see what you're running out of constantly (laughs) and make adjustments there so i mean Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's say you happen to be in a seafood restaurant for whatever reason and you (laughs) keep on running out of salmon you know every tuesday you run out of salmon you know that should probably tell you. You should probably bump up your order by a, bit, yeah, you know? by a little bit. Yeah, you know, like you know, to so that you're not running all the way out. You know, or or maybe um, you can adjust your menu to push something else. Mm. But but that's what the board is for. You know, it's a centralized location for some really really important information. And it, and it kind of gets back to what I was saying before about. You know, when you're imparting information that's important to everybody Mm -hmm. Um, and the 86 board's important to everyone because the cooks got to know if they can prepare something. Yeah. Uh, The the servers need to know if we have it on hand so they're not trying to sell something to Mm -hmm. someone and immediately have them have an unfavorable time because nothing's worse than thinking, oh, man, I was really going to get the steak. Mm -hmm. and And you know you order it the server walks away you know and then they come back and they're just like nah man we don't we don't have it we're sorry Mm -hmm. and now you know it doesn't matter what you're going to have and it still might be delicious but it's going to be your second choice correct as opposed to you know at least being you know understanding that before you put in your order and you know adjusting your expectations accordingly Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: so typically, the first tool that I I would like to you know kind of implement right away in a restaurant mm-hmm. is an actual eighty-six board. Eighty-six board that's big enough to cover quite a span of detail. That way, it's like the centralized location for all that's happening right up there at that minute happens. And some sure. practices um, would be also if we said we ran out of salmon Tuesday, literally Tuesday. p.m. or some shit like that Uh, a a specific detail this is when it when it happened that way we can reflect on it but also how do we do this solution so we're giving a tool we're giving um, some problems that's uh, still occurring or can occur and how we can keep track Mm -hmm. of it but Sean how how can we solve said issue or minimize that uh, that risk Mm -hmm
1: the 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 risk of eighty six ing things, yeah, the or, risk of eighty
0: sixing things and running out of food. <laughs> Hence the eighty six board.
1: Sure, you can adjust your pars. Mm. Um, you can invest in some secondary suppliers. You know, um, mm-hmm. that way, as you're running out, you can reach out to them and see if you can get some product in as soon as possible. I mean mm-hmm. that would be the the immediate thing that I would do.
0: And do you think that over what was that what was that what I'm trying to say? Um like over communication is too much. Meaning should should our servers know um X amount of detail enough for them to say to our guests That, oh, it probably didn't come in. They only ordered like 10 pounds today, et cetera. That's why we ran out. Or would you prefer to just literally have them say, unfortunately, we don't have it at this moment. We can sub it out for this item. Would you like to go with that instead?
1: So obviously, you'd want to go with the latter, not the former. I mean, I think providing um, your staff with as much information as possible uh, is good. But I think there's got to be some standards for how they, you know, communicate it to the guests. Because, mm. again, like, let's let's assume you're that person who really wanted that salmon. Mm-hmm. The, the server comes to the table and goes, damn, they didn't order enough. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Got it, like, got it, got it. It, you know, it's like that. that's terrible. It's not your fault. They didn't order enough. And now you're going to feel like the place that you decided to sit down or take out, you know, wasn't considering your business is valuable. I mm-hmm. think most people can understand. Things run out, but I don't think that it has to be uh, communicated that way. I Got mean, it. A server so not, you know, a server doesn't need to tell uh, the guests, well, damn, uh, the <laughs> delivery truck t- turned <laughs> over <laughs> on they the highway and <laughs> shit, you know, we don't like, that's not information that they need. But okay. I do think that um, they should be uh, provided, you know, an on hand of like you know what what you have in stock mm-hmm. and they should know their the product that you do have so that mm-hmm. they can make comparable recommendations you know so that people still have a good time Got i think it. that's kind of you know uh, across the board I think so too
0: uh tool number 2 so we we covered the 86 board how it kind mm-hmm. of played in i think and this is like my my one grab i wish I wish our restaurant did this. I wanted the POS literally in front of me at Expo. Meaning, I have X amount of this right now. I'm gonna plug it in, send it out, and they see a counter. That's the one thing that is so like frustrating for me. I can definitely say at the
1: restaurant that I was at last, we did kind of have things set up like that. Mm -hmm. So, or you know, let's let's say, or this is perfect example this is what i would do let's say i knew i had 10 pieces of tuna left Mm -hmm. immediately when i knew there was 10 you know i'd confirm it myself confirm it with the cook on the line you know just to make sure that Mm -hmm. something's not in a place where it wasn't supposed to be and then i can immediately go over to the to the computer and i put a count of nine yeah i just make it nine you know because just just to give myself a float of a piece in case Mm -hmm. something was overcooked whatever have you. And, you know, as things, as things count down, you're, you're on top of it, you know? And when you Mm -hmm. get down to that last, that last piece, you know, you're letting all the people that need to know you're going over to that 86 board, you know, and you know, going from there. And also you're thinking about a strategy as to, you know, what else you might happen to have that again is going to provide a good experience to someone else. Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, we want to minimize the the amount of 86 that we keep doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I
1: mean, over time, you need to be looking at like the data that you have. Yeah. Again, obviously, that you know, provided that it's not something um, out of the ordinary happens. Like, let's say a truck breaks down. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know things like things that ha- like that happen, right? Truck breaks down, and you don't get what you're looking for. I mean, there's nothing you could have really done about that, mm-hmm. but if you if if product is always arriving on time and you have it on hand and you continue running out, well then obviously you're not adjusting to the demands that your your guests have. Yeah. Right? They're they're looking for more of that thing. You need to be able to provide more. And again, you still need to be able to not um just go crazy, you mm. know, and order another 50 pieces of something, you know, because you always sell on can. a Tuesday. It's yeah. like, hey, are you gonna sell 50 more on that Tuesday? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you will, but you'll maybe have the you data would. to know, Correct. and then you adjust accordingly. you adjust Got accordingly it. and 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 conversely, hey man, if you're always sitting on 30 extra pieces of something else, why well, then you not need swap to adjust. it for that? Yeah, you can swap it for that, but I mean, if you're consistently always sitting on too much, then that's a problem too. That's another to an issue that's inventory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's to, you actually know.
0: that's on the bottom of our list. But so we we got the eighty six board. I got the POS inside. I mm-hmm. also wanted to tackle, Sean. How many meetings is too many meetings, and what days would you actually schedule it so it's the most efficient for what you do in whatever business? We had wow. meetings daily, literally to the every day. I mean, per I, see, that's,
1: again, I think there is going to be some. It, it depends on what's 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 going on in those meetings. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just sitting down to exchange pleasantries, well, then that's a waste of time. But there are going to be some business factors that change day to day. You know, you're going to need to have some regularly scheduled, maybe weekly or monthly meetings to mm-hmm. talk about um, strategy and operations over that given period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's important. Um, I, I I do think, Periodically, you need to take a look um, at what you're doing and realize it's like, hey, are are we doing this because the the culture dictates so, mm-hmm. or are we doing this and is this actually translating into some meaningful um, business impact? Mm. You know, got it. Because again, the you could uh, perfect example. If you're having a half hour business lunch. Mm -hmm. you know um in the restaurant setting every day that might not necessarily be the best um the best use of everyone's time yeah you know be a waste it might not be it it, it probably is not but in other um industries maybe it is maybe that's the time where like you can kind of like decompress from the task at hand and you know kind of talk about some things Um, but I, but I would also say on the other hand, you know, if you're not having meaningful like roll-up meetings with your, your, your cook staff and your, your, your server staff Mm -hmm. consistently and providing them with like the information that's going to help them do their jobs well, Mm -hmm. then that's a problem too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, know, like he, it, it's the consistency is the key imparting mm-hmm. the information in in an easy to digest way is, is the key. And you got to consistently, I mean, you, you got to consistently do that. If you're not mm-hmm. doing that, you're wasting I your time. I think
0: it's, I think it's all about reflecting. So like not being in management position for a bit now, you mm-hmm. get to see quite of uh, how an experience rather from somebody else's management, how. Not Not necessarily lacking, but how it can be just a bit more efficient, and brings me up to my fourth little thing how how do how should we take um not criticism, but how should we take um input to be better on what we do? meaning specifically though uh we always used to have issues Thursday, Friday, front of house with whatever side work that they're doing, something's always missing. Uh, we always get complaints of he or she didn't do this, et cetera, blah, blah. I, I, most times you get kind of over it. Like, why is it still happening? How do you think we can limit this by having everybody's kind of input? Because uh, you're, you're going to get input no matter what. It's like, He's, uh, they they didn't do this, et cetera. It could have been done at this shift. Um, do you think taking notes would be more efficient or should we go off? like a like a sheet that way it's a little easier to see or maybe a different process altogether
1: well i guess wow it's it's an interesting question so i feel like if you're having the same issue (laughs) and it's not actually being addressed then it doesn't matter what you know, it doesn't matter how you're meeting or what medium you're taking down notes or presenting them, mm-hmm. you know, to people. It's like you you have to take the issue seriously, um, internalize them, mm-hmm. um, come up with a plan, roll that plan out and then keep people accountable to it, whatever wow. it is. Thank you Whatever for saying it is, that. it doesn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, it. doesn't matter like how big or how small. Like if you're not doing those steps, then it doesn't. Then it doesn't matter. And I and I, honestly, I think I, I feel like there's not necessarily a catch-all for every place because mm. I, you know, just thinking about like you know, we work for two restaurants in the same company. You know, separated by a half an hour, mm-hmm. and you know, because of the, how different. Business was between the two. Time was just time could be appropriated differently. <laughs> Correct you know, to, to, you know. So um, you could have at the at the last place we were at together. Uh-huh. You could have a one on one. You could have a few one on ones with people. <laughs> <laughs> and probably not, <laughs> and probably not impact business too much, right? Uh, like you could, you yeah. could do that. You could Correct. do that. And yeah. I like get the, like I said, at the other one, that's probably not good. That's going to be a waste it's of time. You are not gonna have no time on the to, other one, to do yeah. that. Um. So, I think whatever medium you decide,
0: mm-hmm. it,
1: it's going to require um, buy-in from the management staff. Uh-huh. And um, the sub management staff to to take the information, um, figure out some sort of plan, and hold people accountable. Yeah, and that's it. Like that's it. You know, I think that
0: should be like, like the that. end all, if all is just keep them accountable. Kind of like bringing it to the fifth that's, one. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah. So like you were nailing it ahead. They do not want you like to speak too much because like we we're, were getting there. But like the fifth one, foremost how would you keep somebody accountable now the the way your tone is the way you speak to somebody do you think you should cater to that specific person if you're good enough to do it or should you just blanket like just blanket response to everybody the same way because i
1: mean
0: in my I, like for look, me i don't in a, like in a, that.
1: in a millennial world <laughs> Sure, I would love to be able to have a carefully curated and message and plan for every individual, but mm-hmm. that's not realistic. I think again, if you're consistent, the way you communicate should be understood by everybody. Ah. You know, some people, you know, they're okay. the Gordon Ramsay yellers. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. anyone listening to this. You know, podcasts over, you know, uh, any, even if you just listen to this episode, you could probably mm-hmm. tell that I'm not the type to just yell and scream. That's not <laughs> my way. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kind of talk to you even, mm-hmm. but I'm going to need you to see that I talk to everyone else even. Yeah. You know, I'm going to need to you to understand that Um, I work with a, with a strong sense of accountability mm-hmm. and that's my expectation for you. Yeah. You know, um, depending on the structure of your organization, you're gonna have um, you're structures gonna have to kind of—is that what you're gonna say—to <laughs> <laughs> to kind of to to kind of uh, shape shape reward or you know uh, discourage behaviors. Mm-hmm. But again, those have to be consistent and accountable too. Got and it. as long as you have. That measure of consistency and accountability, you know, Mm -hmm. it kind of goes from there. Got it. Again, if you're the type that yells and screams all the time, but you don't back it up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know, at the same, and and the same way as if like you're, you know, if you're not that type of um, boisterous voice, Mm. if you don't back it up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, you know, again, you just got to, hold people to understand that you know the changes that you're you're asking for or the system that you're putting in place is important. Mm-hmm. Um they should have some sort of um equity in in those decisions too. So like, mm-hmm. hey, like this process is being put out there so that your job is going to be easier. You're going to be able to produce more or better or in less time. Yeah. You know? It can give you the opportunity to do some other things, or prove that you can do some other things mm-hmm. if you buy it. This
0: is a this is what I call this is what they don't teach you in school, people. I <laughs> oh, mean, this is the of R. Uh, straight up. Because like they can see they can tell you a lot about it in school. Because uh, okay, the, the reason why I bring all this up, mm-hmm. I've had so I've been laid off about four times now, Sean. Okay, mm-hmm. four rest, literally four restaurants, two two of which on the same restaurant that I got laid off twice. <laughs> um, one restaurant I got laid off and then a third one also. But like the constant with them was, oh, I went to school. This is what we did. Okay. N- that's not a big deal. Um, but did you know that's not how you speak to people? <laughs> so like, that's like, um, it's like a big, I don't want to say gaps. Like, like Sean, what, how am I trying to say this? Um, You, you can't just take Um, Your X, Y, Z that's written in school that you have no experience experiencing first off with a real person um, to for you to be like, well, this is how I learned it. It's like I think there's there's a lot of growing pain, like really major growing pain when you're dealing with another live person in front of your face. And there's three locations um, that kind of failed in that department. All together. So he's yeah, just like... I mean,
1: I, I think just in general, I mean, school is about practice and theory. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not real life. And um, in a real life setting, I mean, you, you got to be able to be, you know, dynamic and adjust accordingly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel like... I'm really trying to think of like a school situation that can like specifically prepare you for every circumstance you're gonna work. In. Like it just, yeah, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. So. Like it, it generally does not. Mm-hmm. Customer so, service, um,
0: like schools, is that is that even a correct term for it? But like hospitality, that that yeah, whole yeah, general but it, thing. Even
1: then, you know, it's still gonna be theory, right? Yeah, it's like even um you know, in some of the schools that, you know, we went to, it's like, yeah, you might be presented with like an externship or an internship Mm. and that's going to give you some real world experience, but that's still like, I mean, unless you stay at that same place that you were an extern (laughs) forever, (laughs) you know, you're not going to be prepared for another real world experience, right? Like you're going to be working with different people. Um, mm-hmm. you're going to have, you're going to be making different products and, you know, even in the culinary, um, um, world, you know, this for sure, it doesn't matter how you made it at your last restaurant. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't right. Yeah. Like, you know, the recipes change, yeah. the expectations change, All specs the time. change, the customers change, the ingredients mm-hmm. change, price points yeah. change. Yeah. You know, Adapting. like, I don't care if you're making steaks at Peter Luger's if you go and work at McDonald's, you have to make a burger the way McDonald's yep. the way they make it. you to make it right exactly- mm-hmm. and it's not to say that some of your experience at Peter Luger's would not prepare you to make a fucking awesome cheeseburger, <laughs> but you're still gonna have to slap it together in their little yeah. microwave press or whatever they got at McDonald's
0: processes and procedures that'd be the yeah, man, one. but like it so it's this is uh, I I know we came out like swinging really quickly because I I kind of wanted no nah, it's off. all good yeah yeah I wanted to get off my chest Sean I I feel like we we talk about food all the time and stuff and some other things but like we we don't often talk enough about managing and being sure. being chef you're not you're not just there slinging slinging burgers and <sighs> writing paychecks you're you're juggling the entire you're enjoying the entire building with people sure how they act keeping them accountable uh this is like this is like your third veil that you have to get through to become i mean i
1: I thought more so than you know anything else like the job was about managing personalities
0: yeah yeah more so than cooking
1: and again it's like and it's not and that's up and down and across you know, mm-hmm. like trying to best understand the people that you work with. If you're fortunate to be able to be in a position to do that so that you can kind of maximize their their effort and your effort for whatever yeah. the project is. Yeah. Like that's that's the key. That's the key. I feel like if you if you can do that, that's pretty that's a transferable skill anywhere. Yeah. Just figuring that out. I mean, and obviously, yeah, you got to be able to burn. You got to mm-hmm. so you gotta be able to cook and you got to keep your, your, you know, get your numbers in line and make yeah. sure your inventory is good. But mm-hmm. um, aside from that, it's like you got to, you know, manage your manage your people. Yeah. And again, keep yourself accountable and everyone else accountable. I believe that you what shape, they should teach
0: what they should teach in schools. If if you if you did go to culinary school, all the power to you. We're not saying what you learn is in vain but i think the last sentence that they should say um is is more in terms of you should have the prerequisite to cook but the actual skill to manage and govern your people i think that should be that should be taught more so than the the other way around because it's not it's not all bells and whistles you know we're not we're not just there to make flames and stuff or to flambé and brûlée and shit like we're, we're going to make sure like we're taking care of the actual business of the restaurant. So that's that's what I wanted to share. Um, more so spe- specifically because it's COVID, how, like you have to cut down so many other barriers to make ends meet in your location. I just sure. wonder how how other people are doing it um, management wise, because now there have there's this other there's this other thing called a pandemic now. So, I think it's just interesting, and uh you know to get your take on it and just just kind of feedback of each other how we how we would handle it per se, if we were still in the same location, with pandemic happening, how would we govern our staff, some things we can improve upon um, to keep sales afloat and to keep our jobs pretty much
1: yeah, I mean you you tough, you got <laughs> the business immediately changes, and like you you've got to be able to adjust. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for sure obviously we'd be working with like a pared down menu <laughs> really <a pair laughs> you know, down. and probably gearing gearing ourselves to to be to set up to pump out a lot of um to go food mm hmm.
0: Uh, Sean do we have some Tech Tuesday that you want to go over really quickly yeah yeah we yeah we do. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah this one is running kind of long but I got a few okay yeah, yeah few, no few.
0: I would I would play the time. the sound bite but I can't hear it so we're just gonna we're gonna cut right into it. but before we do I keep forgetting um, we are alive ladies and gentlemen every time we do this uh, podcast Sean and myself can see each other you can see all our beautiful faces at chef salty pork on YouTube Um and just get you know get the experience of the show instead of just kind of listening to it. I mean, listening to it's a different thing altogether. I get it, but at some time, the, at most times, we're, when there's like a pause, Sean and I are looking at the screen, look at making fun of something. <laughs> but going ahead, Sean, uh, Tech Tuesday on a Thursday, Sean, January twenty first. Sure,
1: it's almost so everywhere. It's everywhere right? Tech Tuesday, we're gonna uh, do a little check-in on our stream. Wars. um and if you're not certain with the streaming wars um i'm talking about all the streaming video services that mm-hmm. you can um you can you can get an indulgent in on your smart tvs your game consoles your pcs your phones um your nintendo 3ds if you still got one of those <laughs> things mm-hmm. too um so uh sony is um They're going to be rolling out a line of high end Bravia televisions. Uh, These are specifically going to be under the Bravia XR line. And with these particular TVs, they're going to roll out a new streaming video service. Um, Of course, because why not? Called Bravia Core. Of course, and they're saying that it's going to be delivering video that's comparable in quality to 4K UHD Blu-rays. Of course, Um, why not? Looking at some of the specifications for the video that they're going to be pushing out, uh, this video is going to be will be streaming if you have a fast enough internet connection at roughly eighty percent of the streaming quality of um of of a 4K Blu-ray. Mm. Um, initially like I said it's going to be rolling out on their television line and it's going to be specifically limited up front to movies that have been produced by Sony Pictures.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I mean I have a Bravia TV. Yeah. That's a Bravia yeah. TV. Old yeah, one, I, old I have. One
1: yeah, I've got an one. LG, so I, I won't be able to take advantage it's of uh, this thing. But I'm curious if, like, if it were to blow up, if they would um kind of put it on like the PlayStation Five as another yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, why not bring this high quality video to um to homes? Mm-hmm. Um, as a point of uh comparison, Netflix's ultra high definition um streaming kind of um broadcast out or or rather um the bitrate is like 25 megabits mm-hmm. per second and Sony's uh Sony service looks like it's going to be uh, around like 80 megabits per second so oh wow uh you know yeah some lossless really that you know high quality video if mm-hmm. you have the TV <laughs> if you have the TV right now, it, if you yeah. Got the, yeah if you got a bravia tv or you're looking to buy one in the new year that's insane um, okay continue with the streaming wars uh, do you remember CBS All Access? <laughs> I remember it.
0: Yeah, I remember it like a few years ago. I yeah, just yeah. rumors C- though. Nothing it's, like
1: it's still it's still around, um, but it, really? it won't be for long. Um, so CBS All Access is going to be folded into a new service called Paramount Plus, huh. and uh, in addition to all the stuff that was on CBS Access, they're going to have. 20,000 episodes of TV and movies from Paramount Pictures, CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, BET, and MTV. And it's also going to carry live programming like sports and news.
0: So are they rebranding? Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they're, you know, they're they're rebranding and it's kind of seems like they want to be able to compete with um Disney's Disney Plus's like oh, bundle of yeah, yeah. stuff with little like little. um Hulu and ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, with the sh- with the live TV and and sports and such. Got it. Yeah, man, It's it's, it's, it's getting pretty expensive if you that's what I'm
0: saying like, ooh. Who... Yeah. I get it.
1: it... It's a
0: streaming kind of decade now, so yeah.
1: I, I don't know. It, I, it, it, it is the medium, right? Like, yeah. you know, millennials and younger, you know, they're trending away from having cable TV all all altogether, and yeah. obviously, these content providers still want to be able to get, you know, maximize their dollar. So uh,
0: why not start yeah. your own streaming service? Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not saying how much it's going to cost. Um, CBS Probably All like Access is. Six bucks a month without ads and ten dollars without it. Um, but I would assume it's probably going to be like 15, 15 yeah, like bucks yourself. So. 15 that's crazy. So, we're yeah. gonna have
0: this, you're gonna have Disney, you got Netflix, you got Hulu, it's like the same you got shit. HBO, you got Amazon, Amazon. Oh my you God. know, and then you know, it just keeps going. here you,
1: you know, of the. Particular mindset, you know, you got YouTube premium and yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to throw $15 at us and streaming video. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little much. What else do we have for tech Tuesday? All right. We'll just, we'll, we'll end with, with LG. Okay. All right. So. LG um, is rolling out a rollable phone, (laughs) and pretty much uh, this phone has a screen that can kind of be extended from the typical form factor of a phone to that which compares to a small tablet. Uh, They're also saying, it's funny that they mention this, um, that they're also Potentially looking to get out of the mobile phone business. Good. Scream. Uh because they've lost about uh four and a half billion dollars uh over the last you know, five about, years. Yeah, in uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, okay, so like let's let's take Apples to Apples. When was the last time you saw somebody on an LG phone? Or have heard that you somebody had an LG phone? I
1: don't specifically I've, I've, I've never seen anyone s- with an LG phone. I mean, I phone. feel like, you know what? Like, I feel like they're there, but I I can't remember the last time someone said, like, yo, I'm getting the LG whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Y- y- you know, it's like, I'm sure, like, y- you know, people are rolling up to their T-Mobiles and Verizon stores, and, you know, if, if the LG phone is, you know, free under contract or 99 bucks, you know, they're just going to go with that if that's what's going on in their budget, but... Uh, I mean, generally, you're going to hear people talk about, like, the latest Apple phone or Samsung, or Samsung phone or yeah. Google branded, you, you know, whatever have you. Even Motorola, um, I don't know what their market the share is like at the again. moment, but, like, I like I see commercials for that stuff, right? I like, do. they're like, hey, we got the new Razor, you know, it <laughs> folds up and Razor. it's got two screens instead of buttons. Like, you know, they exist in that mind share for me but uh, yeah i can't remember the last time um i heard of someone like running out to get an lg getting thing
0: sean i actually had an lg phone oh four this was the uh this was uh pro uh, blackberry days mm-hmm. I had a little stylus and you like you you plug shit in i thought i was the coolest motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm like, I had no. an what?
1: LG phone way God. back when too. I can't remember like what the what the model number was, but like it was pretty dope. Like it was mm-hmm. a clamshell. It okay. had a screen on the front, and when you opened it up, it had a, a qwerty keyboard on one side, and then a larger screen in the middle.
0: Oh, the um, it's this, it's this motion, and it flips up. Ye- yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I mean, oh, you know, shit. again, but
1: even back then the I don't, I don't think I was like give me the LG whatever. <laughs> oh no, no, dude. You know what actually I'm talking shit. It was it was the LG Envy. Ah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. My mom talking it. out my ass hold on, hold on. I got to look it up now. I got it. I got it. LG, this motherfucking LG. thing right here. Yes it is, the LG yeah. Envy. You know what? You you're, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I LG. Remember this. <laughs> wow, y- y'all are killing it gonna... in, in in TV land right now, though. So th- keep that
0: 2009, up. Two thousand and nine, Sean. Holy shit, we're old.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the envy. It hurts a little. Shout bit. out! Shout out to ring Toads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the the six megapixel wars. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! Wow. Well, anyway, that's a good throwback right there. Nice. Shout out to LG. I do wish that I still had my BlackBerry, though. I love that BlackBerry. I, I I felt so productive with a BlackBerry. I had it for about four years before I switched over finally to uh, to iPhone, the first one. That was like my main phone driver. I kind of miss it. But hey, it's okay. No, I'm a like Samsung guy now.
1: That, that BlackBerry is out. in a kitchen drawer somewhere. I think it, that's where all old phones go to die.
0: Is that what it is? I mean they're yeah, IBM yeah. so they'll last forever.
1: If you've got a kitchen drawer, there's definitely a <laughs> there's blackberry. A blackberry in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's some slightly melted uh, birthday candles and a blackberry.
0: Is that um is that it for a Tech Tuesday?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna call that okay. it for, for, for Tech Tuesday this week. All right,
0: nothing too crazy. I do wanna run through these quickly, Sean. This is the mm-hmm. uh our you. meme review really quickly and some food news. Um. Just quick pictures. Uh This is a picture of some meatballs that yeah. was mislabeled as meth balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, two 4 twenty eighteen. Love it. I I, I actually miss my cooks doing this shit. Um. In the in the new restaurant. Well, technically new restaurant. I'll tell you about this in a second. Um. They spell things. Um. In purpose the wrong way. Like so just when, phonetically. Yeah. 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 So when chef asks for it, you have to repeat it the way it's written. I think it's like their their bonding moment or whatever. I think it's really cool. Um, and then if you say it, if you laugh, chef would actually make you do some dishes real quick because you. So do you have stupid. an
1: example of something? Off the so top of your
0: head? Uh, the Caesar, they they spell it as C A A. So it's Kazer as they they call it. God. Everybody calls it Kazer It's it's the most annoying thing. But if you break if you break the the one millimeter silence there, and you laugh and you say it's stupid dishes, <laughs> silly, it's dumb, but it works, Sean. All, obviously, after a while, after you've been incorporated or whatever, you can call it Caesar again. But they purposely spell it wrong for the new people. So when you come in. I I don't know. I, it's not my building. Okay, don't don't look at me like that. Um, a restaurant opens at eleven a.m. <laughs> Nothing against old people, but old people at ten forty three, literally, <laughs> like knocking at the door. <laughs> I forget who. Do you, Do you remember this character's name? I don't remember right now. Somebody from like The Simpsons. Line? The the old the, yeah, the little not, the old kid. Oh my god! I forget. Is that his
1: name. Nelson? Is that Nelson?
0: It's always like somebody forgot to lock the door or, you know, they're like trying to get in, trying to bang through. Like, why? Why, old people? Can you just leave us alone? We're trying to have a staff meeting (laughs) before you come in the building. And then last but not finally, uh, this is my actual picture. This is an eight pound lobster on my head. Um, I think I named it at one point, but I don't remember now.
1: Sally, the seven pounder. No,
0: Sally. Sally was a 12 pounder. And I actually have a picture of Sally. But this is just um, this was just an eight pounder, really quickly. All right, quickly on the the food trends, Sean. I know you're gonna hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, Gluten free Oreos, yay or nay? Uh,
1: nay for L- me. Look nay at this piece of shit. Oh, okay,
0: sorry, I did that came out a little aggressive. It doesn't <laughs>
1: look like an Oreo. Like, it doesn't look like an like Oreo. I, okay, so I am certain that you could making gluten-free cookie, chocolate cookie, that you could stamp to look like an Oreo, uh-huh. but that does not look like an Oreo.
0: Like, it's... What is it even made out of? I swear if I see chickpea flour, I'm going to lose my brain. I'm going to lose my brain. Nothing against nothing against the gluten people. <laughs> I don't want you guys getting... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just...
1: It's just... Why? I don't know. Yeah, just that does not why? look like an Oreo. Like, it is chocolate, and it, and it is some... Vanilla cream sandwiched in between, mm, but um, kind
0: of. But it's not, not even.
1: Yeah, nah. nah. Shame on Nabisco. Y'all gotta get it together. <laughs> I just stamped the cookie. How like, dare you? Th-
0: well, I mean, they're trying to, they're trying to break, they're trying to break free, Sean. They're trying to market better. They're trying well, to be post-pandemic harder.
1: because, like, <laughs> I, I feel like, look, if you can't roll out a, a stamped <laughs> Oreo, a gluten-free Oreo, just wait till you can.
0: Oh my god. And they come with a double stuff version. Not just the regular, <sighs> double stuff also. Okay, you know this hurts my feelings. Let's move on. Um before I do go through these really quickly, I just want to say that all foods are good for you, but in excess of it can be bad for you. Like like all things. Coffee uh-huh. can be insanely harmful to you if you got like 10 coffees in one sitting. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't take these too hard. These are actual dietitians and cardiologists that think and have studied that these items are unhealthy for you. However, like I said, um, moderation will do wonders for you. Okay, processed deli meats, yay or nay, Sean? We'll go through these quickly.
1: Um, nay.
0: Chronic inflammation. By the way, that's what it. That's what it gives you. Deli meat. Hot dogs, specifically, yay or nay?
1: I'm a New Yorker, so oh, yeah, It has to be.
0: It has to be. I know. I, I love me some Franks. High in saturated fats. Also, in our kitchen, uh, this is just sliced and put into uh, rice. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is fried rice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, rotisserie chicken. Yay. It's chicken. Obviously, yes. yay. Um, but th- their, their thing is it has too much salt. Because it comes mm. from wherever, I'm like, oh, ah, no, not really. But whatever, ketchup. Now we all know this the the best red liquid that's ever been made in history is ketchup. Sean, how do you feel about this?
1: Oh man, you put me on a spot. Like I feel like <laughs> red Kool Aid is yeah, side eyeing you pretty hard. But uh, isn't it? Isn't ketchup? Uh, but kind yeah, sure. Of the we'll give it, we'll thing? give it to ketchup. We'll give it to ketchup.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, ketchup is very high in sodium and uh, sugar. That's why it's kind of mm. great for you. <laughs> barbecue sauce. Strong yay. Yes. What are we talking yay. about? Absolutely yay. Um, shout out to Sweet Baby Ray's. The best fucking mm-hmm. barbecue sauce ever. I don't care what anybody says. I don't give shit what your recipe is. I need to see me some Sweet Baby Ray's. Uh, table salt. Now, this can differ. I prefer the kosher red. How about you, Sean?
1: Yeah, that's what I use.
0: Right? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the here's the main debate. Uh, a lot of the restaurant I'm working with right now, they like the blue kosher salt. Don't you think it tastes different? Like there, mean, there's a like a metallic taste. To it. Feel like it tastes like to iodine to me. Like the the blue yeah. kosher stuff, the red one tastes normal, or even like the the flaky stuff tastes normal. But the blue stuff, I don't know, man. I'm like I'm like iffy about that. Reduce fat salad dressings, yes, we, we know there's a lot of fats in it. Moving on, fat-free fat-packaged snacks like Oreos, etc. I mean, if you're not eating it every day or, you know, every shift or something, should be okay for you. Fat, okay, <laughs> this just triggered me. Fat-free peanut butter. Sean, can you explain just this one sentence for me right here? Fat-free peanut butter. Why that sentence does not work.
1: Because it is... because peanuts are fat. fat. It's, it's literally right. fat. It's just like.
0: So what the hell is it? Is it just some kind of peanut that has a really low amount of are oil, you're which like is like kind of.
1: They're gonna just add more sugar.
0: I've never well anyway, sugary cereal. Now again, we can we can go through quite a bit of this, but the point is, uh, eat to your heart's consent, but be in moderation for it. That way you don't. You don't die early. You don't get to experience a whole lot of other cuisines. Now, I know we went a little bit long. Uh, I truly appreciate it. But I I wanted to get that off my chest um, Mm. quite a bit. And then, Sean, my last kind of for you, um, I'm kind of in between jobs. Like, it's, it's it's a weird experience. So I just, I don't know if I'm hired technically. So here's how it went down. Okay. I, went, I went to a restaurant for an interview, okay, uh, two days ago. We sat down, we spoke, I don't know, 10 minutes. She said, mm-hmm. come back tomorrow, which was yesterday, okay? Right. I came back. I worked from one to five. I thought that I'm just there to shadow and, you know, maybe if they're interested, um, I'll work for like a few hours and we'll do some paperwork, blah, blah. We go back yeah, and Yeah, like forth. a little stage. Right, like a stage. Bro, apparently, that was day one. Okay, I I didn't know. She's like, "What do you mean you have to leave at six? I was like, "I'm sorry, I I didn't realize." Like, am I? Is today? Am I? Did I start today? She she's like, "Yeah, today's your day one." And I'm like, uh, maybe." Uh, I should have I should have maybe uh, inquired further because one I had like two phone interviews later on that night, like at seven and eight, right and now that i have to cancel i didn't want to can have to cancel it but i'm like w- would it be possible if i can leave at, at 6 because i i didn't realize today's my my first day she's like no 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 it's okay but you know to let you know t- today's your first day i'm like um okay weird
1: <laughs> so I, she tell I, you when your next day is so tomorrow <laughs> she's like, and it's your last day <laughs> yeah tomorrow
0: i go in at 11 now I'm okay. I'm actually gonna be like, hey, so what's going on? Let's let's talk about stuff. Here's my information. Yeah. Uh, what what is going on? Like, we, we, I'm just <laughs> not I'm not just gonna show up and work without you know what kind of uh, kind right. of situation. Let's, let's talk about
1: yeah compensation structure. Uh, like I just
0: it's just like oh today's your your first that so that threw me that threw me off. Secondly, and before we go, um, Sean, I spoke to our old haunt. When I say old mm-hmm. haunts, our old um, our old corporation, and like the wifey said, and I this was my like my takeaway on it. I'm like, I'm like seventy thirty, pro. So okay. seventy yes, I'll say yes. Thirty percent no. She tipped it over to ninety ten, pro for me. Okay. But still, I'm still ten percent. Not sure, Sean. Can you, can you push me over to the last ten percent? Give me, give me your best impression of your old building, and why I should give the last ten percent the yes. You don't have to give me uh, the the yes. It oh could yeah, be maybe yeah, I, a no. I, I can give you. I can maybe give you that I can 10%. go back the other way.
1: Uh, there's a measure of familiarity that you have with the the management staff. Okay. The menu mm-hmm. the objective <laughs> they're willing to pay you we know they pay consistently <laughs> and you got bills
0: okay you know what 100 percent right there 100 percent right there thank you thank you sean i appreciate that um but it, it's still 42 minutes um speeding <laughs> hey <laughs> to, I, look to get i know um, i know it took you like an hour and a half i'm not saying you to gotta be there it. forever it's true. You but, know what? Uh, See, that's why I like you. See that? I understand
1: it. You know, get paid, man. It.
0: Get paid. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can catch all our episodes currently on Chef Salty Pork Podcast on YouTube. You can hit up Sean at MetroCardX on Twitter. He does reply back. Now, I would give you my Twitter, but I, I don't use it. Um, and. Any emails, anything, any questions, please get back to us at ChefSalty at gmail.com. And actually, I think I had, I think somebody sent us a recipe that they wanted to, like, run over. I just don't know just yet. But when I do get that that email, obviously, Sean, and I will talk about it. But, Sean, one word, send him out, and then off we go.
1: Um.
0: Or it doesn't have to be a word. Wow. It could be a sense. Whatever No, no, else. no.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got it. It's, it's kind of something I was going to talk about before, but we're just going to distill it down. Okay, okay, okay. Um, clarify your butter.
0: Clarify your butter?
1: Yeah. Let's, let's clarify let's... your butter, man. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes, look, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to have to boil it down, distill it down, you know, trim some of the fat, get rid of the impurities, and just mm. get to what you need to do. Ah, so, clarify your butter man,
0: so you're you're saying this is the this is part of the other ten percent is that what you're saying right now I'm not it's...
1: saying, look, it don't gotta <laughs> be your ten percent <laughs> I told you I told you why I thought you should do it like again, man you you know those folks, they know you, they know what you're about, um that's true, and it's gonna be some hard work it is it's mm. gonna be a commute because it, that's just it is, yeah. but yo man. 2021 is real, bro. These bills are real. (laughs) There's a lot of folks out there who do not have um, the opportunity that you'd have. So that's true. I will say, yo, man, do what you gotta do. Clarify your butter.
0: Clarify. (laughs) That should be like the name of the show. Clarify your butter. I got it. You know what? I'm gonna make that as as our episode name. Clarify your butter, ladies and gentlemen, from everybody else and from us. Peace
1: out.